Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Monday, February 21st. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri is one of the last states to send out federal funding for education from the American Rescue Plan Act. Missouri is incredibly behind the curve because our superintendents in Missouri have not even had the chance to start to to do some of the bidding, to get some of the estimates for this work. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports on how schools hope to spend the money. Former U.S. Senator Jack Danforth is seeking an independent candidate to run for Missouri's open Senate seat. The Missouri Independent reports he wants a centrist Republican to seek the spot being vacated by outgoing Senator Roy Blunt. Danforth says the person would have a high profile among Missouri residents who want to bridge the divisions which dominate government. His efforts already include a polling firm and a political group to determine if the state is ready for an alternative candidate in this year's election. Filing for the Senate seat's August primary begins tomorrow. One member of the Missouri House Budget Committee says the process to determine how to spend billions in coronavirus relief money should be further along. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports. In August, Missouri received half of its money from the Federal American Rescue Plan Act. That amount alone was just over $1.3 billion. However, months after receiving at least part of Missouri's funding, lawmakers have waited until the general session to finalize how they want the state to spend that money. Democratic Representative Peter Meredith of St. Louis says this process should have started earlier, as it's set to be a large undertaking and he thinks money could be left on the table. I am very worried that, especially with as long as it's taken so far to even just get moving on this, that um, the resistance will be strong and we won't get all the way there and the deadlines will start hitting sooner than we think. The deadline for states to allocate their total funding is at the end of the year 2024. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. The most recent efforts to bring legal sports betting to Missouri will be discussed by a House committee this week. Three bills are expected to be discussed tomorrow. The Post-Dispatch reports a legislative analysis of one of those proposals suggests legal wagering could bring in more than $15 million in tax revenue. That money would help schools. The newspaper reports more than 20 bills on sports betting have been filed in the state since 2009. At least five proposals have been filed this year. Work can soon begin on bike and pedestrian upgrades throughout St. Louis. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman has more. Upgrades include protected bike lanes on a mile-long stretch of Tucker Boulevard in downtown and a two-mile stretch of South Broadway from the River City Casino to Bell Reef Park. The biggest of the projects is a rebuild of the Compton Avenue Bridge. For the first time, that bridge will include a bike lane. Alderwoman Christine Ingracia says the projects show a commitment from the city to make non-motorized travel safer. You're utilizing a wheelchair, a walker, a bicycle. This is a big move forward. A unanimous vote by the alderman on Friday lets the city issue contracts for the projects, which total more than $22 million. Funding comes from federal grants and local matching dollars. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri is one of only two states that have yet to give schools permission to start spending the federal education funding in the American Rescue Plan Act. 
As St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports, state lawmakers are coming up on a March deadline to approve spending of that huge pool of money. Fiction or non-fiction? Look at it. Fiction. What does fiction mean? On a recent Tuesday at Sticks Early Childhood Center in St. Louis, teacher Erica Johnson is practicing reading comprehension with her kindergartners. The class has had trouble with this subject. Johnson says she first saw the problem at the beginning of the school year. We noticed um, a big deficit of how it had been in the past. Um, children struggling with alphabet recognition and letter sounds and writing their names. Johnson and her coworkers brought their concerns to the school's principal. And in January, they launched a tutoring program for a smaller group of students on Saturday mornings. St. Louis Public Schools is using some of the earlier federal coronavirus relief funding to pay for the overtime and other costs of the program. So far, Johnson says it seems to be working. I have seen gaining confidence as well. You know, just a child that came in saying that they couldn't do it, and now, you know, very excited that they can. This tutoring program is a small example of a huge nationwide effort to address the ways the pandemic affected education. And the federal government has sent a lot of money to states to help. The biggest pool by far came from the American Rescue Plan, which President Biden signed into law in March of 2021. Got it. Thank you all. Appreciate it. But almost a year later, Missouri lawmakers still haven't given school districts and education agencies permission to start spending. Missouri is one of the last states in this situation. It has $1.9 billion that it can't yet give out, 90% of which will go directly to school districts and charter schools. In plans submitted to Missouri's Department of Education, schools said they hope to target things like mental health support for students and furniture that allows for social distancing. But a large portion is required to go toward direct efforts to address learning loss, like the one Erica Johnson is working on. Johnson's district, St. Louis Public Schools, stands to receive the most money in the state, more than $100 million. Claire Crapo was hired last summer to oversee this money and says this is an unprecedented opportunity. What's really exciting to us about these dollars is that they really allow us to support our students directly, not only in the short term, but also rethink and reimagine um, how we're educating our students now and in the future. But first, lawmakers in Jefferson City have to take action, and they're coming up on some deadlines. The legislature has to appropriate this funding by the end of next month, and districts will have about two and a half years to spend it, says Sasha Podelsky, director of advocacy for the School Superintendents Association, which is a national organization. Missouri is incredibly behind the curve because our superintendents in Missouri have not even had the chance to start to, to do some of the bidding, to do get some of the estimates for this work since they don't have the money in hand yet. They can't create contracts. Um, and so it really puts Missouri school districts in a disadvantage. Back in the classroom, Johnson can point to other ways she's seen federal funding flowing to schools. Her students store new iPads in plastic bins at the back of the classroom. They were paid for by the first and smallest round of federal funding. But overall, Johnson still feels worried about the state of education. You know, my kindergartners in the past, you know, before pre-pandemic, were much further along than where they are now. The good thing about it is, you know, when you build a good relationship with the parents, you don't have to necessarily sugarcoat it. This has no reflection of you as a parent. It's just because of the pandemic. Both Missouri's House and Senate have passed versions of the necessary legislation to appropriate this money. But they have to make sure the bills match before sending them to the governor to sign. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. 
Our Jonathan All edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.